Welcome to Red Light Tonight Podcast. I'm your host, Chance. I'm here with my co-host, Shadow. Hi, guys. Um, sorry for the long delay. Uh, life has been very busy due to COVID, and for us to synchronize our schedule, sometimes it can be kind of difficult. This podcast, we will be breaking down a short breakdown of the Mexican city of Guadalajara. And also, uh, we have a we have an email from a customer, an email, a story that we're going to break down. First and foremost, we want to remind everyone that we do not support human trafficking in any form. We also do not support underage prostitution in any form. And everything that happened is between two consenting adults. Also, I want to uh, bring up our last episode. We had a we had a customer, a guest speaker, call in, and we know, we're aware that our sound quality for that podcast was very bad. So what we're going to do is I will, I will listen to that podcast and take notes, and I'll do a recap for that podcast on our next episode. But yeah, on to Guadalajara, Mexico. I'm sure you guys are... are I'm sure, well, I guess our listeners in Europe might not have heard of Guadalajara, but Guadalajara is the biggest city, or second biggest city in Mexico. It's in the state of Jalisco. Jalisco, yep. Jalisco, Mexico. Yeah, that, uh, that Netflix show Narcos had a lot of Guadalajara in it. The Mexico one, yeah. Well, that's where uh, the first cartel was established. Yeah. Yep. So what did you do, and uh, when did you travel to Guadalajara? This was a few years back. Um, there wasn't, well, I guess there was kind of a red light district, but prostitution was available throughout the city. It wasn't just limited to one district. There was a, there was about three blocks that had street walkers, but this was when I was pretty, pretty early on in my, uh, in my, uh, this hobby that you call sex tourism hobby. So I was kind of scared to walk those streets at night. So I only walked those streets in the daytime and none of those girls were uh, worth a second look. Some of them scarred the eyes. Mm, that bad? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Were they like, were they dark skinned women? Wow. Really? And in, in this time, in climate, you're going to bring up skin tone? Well, I, I mean, uh, I remember I remember going through... Uh, this I, isn't I just, a race thing, okay? I'm not talking about race. Well, you um, said dark skin. But I remember skin. when I... I was probably like 14. You know my kids are black. Yeah. Why, okay, why can you, you let me talk? <laughs> All right, I was like 14. Um... And I don't know what kind of what I was in Mexico. I was somewhere in, in, in like central Mexico, and we went through a town. And apparently, there were you know my cousin was telling me this is you know this is where a lot of prostitutes hang out. And I remember seeing a lot of like, you know, in you know women that looked indigenous. They looked like you know they looked like Indians. And uh, out and they're like, yeah, man. Well, you know, a lot of them come from bad background, and. Uh, you know they bad they try, background. Yeah, like they don't. They're poor. They, they don't. You know they don't have much work. So this is this is what they this is what they do to make some money for their family. I was like, dang, that's that's crazy. Okay, well the street walking prostitutes 
in Guadalajara were every type of skin tone, Mexican skin tone. There was light-skinned Mexicans. There was dark-skinned Mexicans. The, all, the common theme was none of them were in shape. None of them had pretty faces. They were all out of shape. Yeah, and all of them looked like they smelled bad. I didn't get close enough to smell bad. I didn't even negotiate with any of their prices because none of them were worth a second look. Yeah. That was, that was the street walking scene in the daytime in Guadalajara. I was... I was too, wasn't too scared, but when night came, I was already in the clubs. And so I spent the night, I, I was in Guadalajara three days, but the one night that I went out to do this type of stuff, um, I spent the night in the clubs. There was two clubs that I went to. I went to the club, spelled like the club, and then I, I, I forgot the name of the second one, man. Yeah, it's been a long time. But how is the quality in the club? Don't you know? If the you if you don't remember the name, it's okay. But how was the quality in the club? Mediocre. Oh really? Yeah, the club. The first one I went to. Um, well, the reason why I went to the club was because the the there was a string of girls that I got in Tijuana that I was purchasing services from. Beautiful, beautiful woman, and it seemed like the common theme was they were all from Guadalajara, and. They were all my, my favorite type with the pale skin, the dark hair, very, very fit bodies. Mm. So on a couple of them, I asked them, do they do work back in Guadalajara? And they said, yes, they work at the club. So, so you, you asked these girls from Zona Norte? Yeah, from, from Tijuana. Okay. I asked these girls about Guadalajara before I went. And... When I landed in Guadalajara and when I went to the place, I was picturing a whole bunch of, you know, beautiful women, pale skin and the dark hair and the fit bodies. But when I went into the club, there was one girl with a fit body. The rest of them were pretty big. And she wanted 200 U.S. dollars. And she had fucked up teeth. Which, you know, fucked up teeth is not, it is a turnoff. Mm. So two hundred U.S. dollar. You, let's go back to the streetwalkers. You said that you didn't even, you know. I didn't really negotiate. You, did you? Did you know the rate? Nope. You didn't ask. You didn't care. Nope. I walked I walked right by. I looked online and they were saying like thirty to forty U.S. dollars or okay. twenty five, like the Tijuana streetwalkers. But these girls were. Were yeah. The talent is a, are the streetwalkers and T.J. better? Oh yeah, there's some really nice uh, looking. Streetwalkers in Tijuana. Actually, I went to Tijuana about two weeks ago. We're recording this podcast on August 3rd, by the way. So I went in mid-July to Tijuana, and there I purchased a um, time with a streetwalker. She was she was very attractive, and she was Dave a mediocre effort. Okay. So... The clue. We, we, keep, we keep jumping back okay. and forth from TJ to Guadalajara, but let's... Let's, uh, let's, the clue? The club. The club? It was spelled like the club, but they kept saying the club. Oh, that's just the, that's just the. Yeah, it's set up. The accent? It's set up like an American <laughs> strip club. Um, we could just call it the club. Yeah, the club. Right. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> it was just, you know, just a couple stages, tables everywhere. The girls are walking around asking if you want to dance. And, uh. 
or a lap dance. Not if do you want to get up and dance. Not that type of. It's just like a, an American strip club. But yeah, two hundred US for the only girl that I thought would have been, you know, I would have had a good time with, and she had fucked up teeth. So after I left the club, I went to a different strip club that was like a mile away. I walked, and in here, there was a lot more talent. There was a straight ten up there, beautiful face, beautiful body, just everything gorgeous and going for her. But when I asked her, um how much she requested to get a lap dance first. So I purchased a lap dance, and then when I asked her how much to give or how much for the hotel, she said she didn't do that, which was incredibly frustrating to me. Like, why are you in this establishment if you're only here to do lap dance? And the lap dance was terrible. Like, back to my strip club days, she gave an air dance, that, ter- that terminology is hands-off. You don't get to touch them at all. They're not touching you at all. So a good lap dance uh, has lots of grind. You know, basically you're fucking with clothes on. This was like the total opposite. She's just basically dancing in front of you. But it's, it was like a, like a movie strip, uh, movie lap dance where, you know, they're not, you got to sit on your hands. Yeah, it was a terrible lap dance. Well, I was going to ask you this, but I, you know, it kind of already... Sounds like, you know, they probably do already. But do you think just because, you know, you obviously look like a, a foreigner in Mexico, they take advantage of you? I don't look like a foreigner in Mexico. Uh, I, if I was in Mexico, I would, you know, you look like a foreigner in the United States, bro. <laughs> I can fit in in Mexico, man. But... I'm half Obviously, Mexican. But I'm once, half Mexican. But once you start communicating... Well, yeah, once I start communicating, you, they, they, then, they, like, oh, then they know. Guy, you know. But do uh, you feel like you're, you're taking advantage sometimes? No. I'm or they, at least they try to? No, not really. I don't feel like I'm ever taking advantage. Well, $200, though? I would have I would have been kind of... I was like, damn, that's a lot. No, I think that is the going right. I mean, because when I was in the second club, there was another girl that I asked... Um, how much? And she said two hundred dollars. Yeah, you know. And then going back to the stripper, mm-hmm. she, you know, she 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 kind of flattered, you know, messed with you. Obviously, I, that she probably just does that to a lot of guys, though. Yeah. But, you know that was messed up. Mm-hmm. But all right, so the two hundred dollars is a going rate. That's a lot. That's a, that's almost double, or exactly double than than North Zona Norte. Yep. And the talent wasn't nearly as good. Yeah. Sorry. But all was not lost. Not looking good. All was not lost. I, uh, after being incredibly frustrated in that club, um, though that club wasn't a total bust, I saw another girl that I purchased a lap dance, and she gave an A-plus lap dance. I mean, basically we had sex with clothes on. But is that why you're there for me? But that, you, you know, that you is there? not why I was there. Are you yes. there to that. get dry humped, or are you there to get your balls wet and some pussy? No. <laughs> I, I, I am not there to get dry humped. <laughs> right? I suppose, okay, this girl, did she, did she, did she, was she, did you try to get her into? Well, yeah, I asked her how much, and she said 200 <laughs> U.S. dollars. How much? 200 U.S. dollars. Okay. Well, oh, there, there was another problem that I had. So, I had gone to Guadalajara, I was in Guadalajara, but I had forgotten my ATM card. So, I was there with about $400 U.S. cash, and I was supposed to make that last four days. So, where was your ATM card? At home? 
the one I could use was at home, but the one I took wasn't activated, and I couldn't find a way to call my bank to activate it or for, for like foreign travel. If, if you don't do much foreign traveling before you go to a different country, sometimes even before you go to a different state, you need to like let your bank know because otherwise the card won't be able to be used. It's the whole security for the banks. Yeah, that's true. So, like, every time I go to Europe, I'm, you're supposed to give them at least a two-week notice, say, hey, you're going to be in Europe. That way, they won't... Uh, transactions come through from Europe, they don't flag it, right? Yeah, because... So, th in this situation, I had gone to Guadalajara, and I got there, the card, my ATM card wasn't working, and I couldn't call my bank. There was no way for me to get a hold of my bank to let them know that... Uh, Dang. So you were tight on money. I was tight on money. So I didn't. So, so the second girl that gave me a really good lap dance, I would have probably would have because of the lap dance, probably would have paid two hundred U.S. dollars to get her services. She wasn't my type though. She had a beautiful face. She had beautiful, nice, creamy, pale skin. Reminded me of the girl from Weeds. Her face and her skin tone, but she was. She was my height. And she was pretty heavy. She wasn't fat, but she was just heavy. Plus, she, she had really nice... She was thick. She was thick, and she had big tits. <laughs> okay. Well, you, Is that you, what you do? That's the... That's, you get... Ah, see, you're, you clearly don't keep up with memes, huh? Yeah, that's the... That's when you... You know, that's what President Trump did. When he's like, oh, how thick is he? Is she? And then he, you, you hear a little video going... By Trump... <laughs> Wait, Trump was in one of these videos where he was well, talking it, about a woman? No, well, he just said thick for something else. And, people, you know, the Internet did their thing. And, you know, oh, they use everything for it now. <laughs> but anyway. Is that one of those TikToks? I just learned it could be about, a TikTok, but I saw it on Instagram. I just learned about TikTok today. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. People like to dance. That's, that's interesting. But anyway, this girl was Sick. thick, right? I think if I was longer, younger, I would have really liked TikTok. Maybe. Anyways, yeah, this girl was this thick. 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 Okay. Anyways, 200 US dollars and a limited budget. I did not purchase her. And I left that club frustrated with blue balls. Damn. And I hailed a taxi, got into the taxi, and I was sullen and silent. The taxi driver asked me where I was from. I said, I'm from LA. And then he said, you didn't have a good time in there? And I said, nope. And he goes, well, I know... Um, how you can get different prostitutes. Is he talking to you in English? Yeah, he spoke okay. perfect English. Oh, okay. And so I go, how? And then he pulled the car over, and he pulled out his phone, oh, and he man. showed me... A taxi pulled over? Yeah, oh. he showed me pictures on his phone. Well, I'd rather him do it while pulled over. Than no, driving. no, I, I hear you, but if I, I'm driving in a taxi, and this guy pulls over, I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, shit, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see... I know you, you listeners on the podcast can't see me, but I'm like 6'2", 250, so. <laughs> Ain't no one going to take me like that. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, he pulls over, he shows me these pictures. They're pictures of gorgeous women. And he goes, you tell me, I can call them and they'll, and they'll meet you and, uh, They'll meet you, and you can have any one of them. So I chose the prettiest girl I saw in there, and I basically called him out on it. And so he makes a phone call. He speaks in Spanish, 
and then he pulls into the next gas station. And this is about 1 in the morning. So at this point, I think, oh, maybe I am about to get robbed. And he pulls into the gas station, and maybe about... Uh, Bemex? Was that a Bemex? It was green. Yeah. Well, Bemex is the only gas station in Mexico, so I'm just messing with you. Oh, I didn't know that. It's monopolized. It is? Yeah. They don't have some kind of law against that? No. Mexico, they have a lot of monopolization going on over there. But anyways, we're digressing. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, I can't. That's why I don't see 7-Eleven over there. I see O-X-X-O. Oxo. Oxo. Yeah, that's all they have there. And I see them all over the place. So they, yeah, because I think they're partnered with Bemex. It has like, it's like a red and green no. logo. Yeah. They yeah. have an Oxo right across the street from Hong Kong in Tijuana. Sometimes I go over there and get that pink drink. Yeah, popular area up there. Anyways, back to the, this so taxi situation. You're outside this Bemex, right? Yeah, I get out of the car. And I felt more comfortable getting out of the car. And I stood there at the pump, and he got out of the car and stood at the front of the car. We don't conversate. And about two minutes later, another taxi pulls up, and uh, three girls come out from the back of the taxi. None of them were anything close to the girls he was showing me in the pics, but one of them was actually decent looking. And... Uh, the second taxi driver asked if I wanted one of those three girls. And I didn't really want her, but this was looked like it was going to be a colossal bust of a night. So I chose the decent-looking one. And the second taxi driver charged, uh, charged me 100 U.S. dollars. I gave him 100. And I got back into the first taxi with the girl. And... Uh, he drove us back to the hotel room, and we had a decent. Wait, wait! How was the drive? Flight. Like, the, the like the. So she, basically, talk? yeah, you? we talked a little bit. She spoke broken English, a little bit of English. She. This is gonna sound terrible with me, but like I kind of wanted to just sit in the taxi, enjoy looking at the scene, the you know the Guadalajara. It was my first and so far only time in Guadalajara, so I wanted to look at like you know stuff, but she she sat basically on my lap. And I was uncomfortable. Not very affectionate. I mean, she's not my girlfriend. She's my girl that I'm buying for the night. I didn't really want to, like... But she, she was trying to be affectionate? At first, yeah, but I think, I, I think she noticed that I wasn't. I wasn't in the mood. Right. I really, like, she was decent looking, but I wasn't, like, excited that I was going to have sex with her. I was just like, well, this is what I settled with tonight. And I mean, yeah, so she was pretty affectionate. We get to the room. It was decent sex. And uh, as soon as, as I was done, she got up and left. Oh, really? Did she look, like, mad? Was she disappointed? No. But it was decent sex. Not good sex. Not great sex. It was just, you know. Better than blue balls. She got a C on the report card. Like, if, if, I, if I was to give her that rating scale, I think we may have. Let's pull out the rubric. Okay, so like face, I would give her out of, what was it, out of 10 or out of, yeah, I think it was out of 10. I would give her a 5 out of 10 for her face. Okay. And for her body, I would give her a 5 out of 10 for her body. Okay. And for her blowjob, I do remember this being pretty good, so I'll say 6 out of 10. Um, Her performance... 
Mm-hmm. She let me do like every position like multiple times. So I'll, I'll say that like seven out of ten. And then uh, the tightness wasn't remarkable. I'll say five out of ten. Oh man, so she was like yeah, very C plus at best. Bro, if, if it was a report card, she would be like at a at like a, a D or an F. I guess. Damn. Well, you settled. Okay. I settled. Hey, but you know, Guadalajara is a nice city. I, I don't know if I'd ever visit again. If I visit again, it wouldn't be for visiting horse and stuff. There was a big giant lake, Lake Chapala, neck nearby. That was pretty cool. You know, well, see, look at I. I don't travel much, so I, you know, and I'm, you know, me, me, you know, Mexican, and I don't. I haven't really been to Guadalajara. I've only really driven by there. So, did you like? Did you feel safe in Guadalajara? Like, yeah, it was the, definitely the, like. A safe city. It wasn't. It wasn't like they show in Narcos, man. Okay. See, I I don't know this. There so was I'm there curious. was a lot of tourists, a lot of Asian tourists too. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're hanging out. And there was a lot of students there. There was a big university there. I don't know the name of the university, but I saw a lot of Asian students at that university too. Hmm. That's really interesting. Okay. See that that makes me feel that makes the me feel food good. was okay. The town square was always popular and crowded. Um. I went to some singer's house. Forgot the name. He had a giant sombrero. It was a restaurant. That makes me feel good about Mexico. The ice cream was really good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, very, very good. See, like I said, that makes me feel good about Mexico because I haven't really been to places like, you know, most of Mexico, really. I just go to visit my mom's hometown. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the bigger... I've never really been to a big... Mexico, Mexican city before, and you know just the way people, ex- you know, explain to me like, oh no, I wouldn't go there. It's it's dangerous, or you know, stuff like that. So I guess it all depends on the area you go to, uh-huh. too. Yeah, you know? but um, yeah. So I, I've always been kind of like, well, I always go to the worst area. Really? I'm going to the red light district. But you did say earlier that you you didn't. Well, it was because you were you were new to it, but you you didn't feel safe at night, right? It wasn't that I didn't feel safe at night. It was the first night I was there, I saw the girls during the day, determined that none of them were worth my time. I went to those two clubs at night, and then on my way back from that club, I purchased that girl, and she ended up staying with me for a few hours. It wasn't... Yeah, I I guess I should say, mention that. You know, in Hong Kong, in Amsterdam, you always got that 30-minute thing. Sometimes you pay for an hour. This girl, she stayed in my room for at least two hours. I had sex with her for a long time. Oh, really? So, you know what? I better bring that effort thing up from a seven to a nine. Even though, like, it wasn't great, great sex. Two hours. She gave, me a, she gave me basically an unlimited amount of time. Oh, yeah? And she wasn't rushing you either? No, there was no rush. So, like, did she just, did she just say, okay, my time's up? Or, or just no, when you No, it was just when I finished. Oh, really? Okay, see. But I think I had to finish myself because I don't think she was good enough for me to finish. So you had to, really. So, so that nine out of ten probably is gonna go back down to a seven out of ten because if you're not good enough to make me finish, then there's no way I can give you higher than a seven. Dang. So I'm guessing this was early on. You were still you you were still full on on the you know one hundred percent. I gotta use a condom, right? Yes. Okay. So I understand. Oh yeah, you know. Well. You know, did you consider at that time? Hey, 
Ask, asking her to take off the condom. Yeah, I'm guessing. I, I'm pretty sure you. you I'm whenever pretty you're sure in that I situ- did, and I'm pretty sure she said no. Okay, because I was gonna say, if you're ever in that situation, I'm sure you're thinking about it, huh? Pretty much all the time. Yeah. Okay. Dang. Well, you know what though? That those two hours are nice. Yeah. Well, Guadalajara. That's cool. You know what? I may wanna. Well, actually, I, I might. I might take my mom someday. Like I said, it would. If I ever go back, it's not for prostitution. It's just you know. For for leisure, and 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 and, and have fun. For for tourism. To, to, no, not sexual. Tourism. Not sex tourism. Normal tourism. Normal tourism. I, you know what? I may have Guadalajara on my on my on uh on a checklist because you know what? My wife's family is from Guadalajara. She actually they have property there. Yeah. I don't know what part, but they do. Oh, shoot. Shohei Otani's getting an MRI on his forearm. Again, he's done. Yeah, yeah that sucks. Anyways, let's, uh, let's go to our commercial. This podcast is brought to you by ourselves. We still don't have a sponsor. No, not enough listeners to have a sponsor. <laughs> so please spread the word. Red Light Tonight podcast. Tell your uh, your friends that have the same interests that you do. Don't don't uh, don't hog all our information. Anyways, our email is uh, Red Light Tonight podcast at yahoo.com. We are accepting emails. We like to read stories, or you can get a hold of us to maybe make a phone call, like our guy from last week. Red Light Tonight podcast at yahoo.com. You can also Email us if you are interested in visiting Zona Norte and you want either Shadow or I to uh, to tag along. I don't know, make make makes your experience feel more safe. You want if you're if you want to visit Zona Norte, you can also email us Red Night Red Light Tonight Podcast at yahoo.com. Now back to the show. Now we're going to read an email from our, um, our shadow's going to read an email from our, um, our boy from uh, the Netherlands. Another shout out to M. Yeah. This is the second email he's had written on the, uh, read, on the, read on the podcast. So go ahead, shadow. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Thanks again, M. And um, yeah, from the sound of it, you know, it just, this sounds like a very bad experience, like he mentioned. So... Um, just gonna go right at, into it. All right, so you're pretty much explaining a bad bad situation a couple years ago, and he said on a hot summer uh, day he took a half day off at work. While sitting at home surfing on the web, I noticed that some hot girls were working that day in, in a brothel. That's interesting. He could whoa, whoa, whoa. Be, so he can surf the web and see what girls are working at the brothel. I mean, that's what he's saying. When I know, yeah, he was surfing on the web. That's interesting. You know, we might. M, let us know <laughs> how that works. So I said he. So he decided to go. You know, he, send he re- us a link. He really liked what he saw. Uh, once he was there, he said there weren't many girls available uh, because it was a hot day and I, I was in a good mood. No, I, I had good money. I decided to always use bubble. I decided to use a bubble bath. Oh, 
So he he opted for a bubble bath. It's a little bit extra. Wait, wait. Did he, did he choose a girl and then go for the bubble bath or what? I don't get it. So he said, I decided to go to a brothel. Once I was there, uh, there weren't so many girls available. But one of the hottest was still available. I missed that. My bad. So okay. one of the hottest was still available. And uh, because he, it was a hot day and he was he had good money, he said, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to upgrade. I want the bubble bath. The like, bubble gra- bath is never a bad uh, choice. You know you know, it kind of sounds like you're not there for that, but I got a bubble bath in Thailand, and I didn't even want the bubble bath, but she said in order for me to have sex, I had to have a shower, and for a few extra dollars, it was like an insignificant amount. She was like, she can have a bubble bath, and I can bathe you. And yeah, that was nice. Okay, so you know what? He said, you know, I'm guessing Am is thinking the same thing, right? Because he said it's only a couple more euros. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. So he says when he was in the room, the girl was nice. She was, they were having a good chat about life and, you know, stuff. Uh, she said it was, it was going to take a while to fill up the, the, the you know, the tub I and can't, the bubble bath. I can't remember if I got to bathe the girl, too. I wonder if that was part of the package. I'm not, okay. Well, maybe. <laughs> but anyways, he, I guess they were waiting for the tub to fill up. And I guess he, she said, you know, she said, in the meantime, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you head. So she, started, she said she started giving him a blowjob. Okay. And he said it was one of the worst blowjobs he's ever had. He's, he, and he is exclamation marks. Two exclamation marks. God damn, that bad. And I guess she said in the, as he, she was giving, she was giving him head, he saw that the, she would check the temperature, you know, every once in a while. Of the water? Yeah. And, and he would check if it was ready, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and I guess... Well, how would you feel about that? Would you would you be annoyed like if she would stop and check, check the temperature of the water yeah. while she's giving you head? I I don't know. I guess I would be grateful that she was giving me head that she's multitasking. Yeah. Well, anyways, I guess I don't think he liked that. I don't think I'm like that. Well, it depends. Like, is, does he have if he had a time limit for the whole experience? Like, if this was like a two hour experience. Yeah. Then yeah, multitask, I guess. But I uh, figured there would be someone there to get the water ready, right? No, you do it yourself. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, I guess he said he, you know, he they they got once it was ready, they got in. Uh, she was not playful, and the extra money was a waste of money in, in his opinion. He, he so he didn't like the bubble bath situation. He thought it was a waste of money. They got back on the bed. They started, you know, doing sixty nine. And again, sixty nine. Yeah, they, they did sixty nine a little bit. That's what he did. So this boy M and M likes likes to, to eat, each their eat own. out eat out girls. That's okay. cool. Yeah, to each their own. And uh, but I guess he said they started. You know, she started sucking his. She started. She started sucking his dick. And again, bad. So you know, she just doesn't know what she was doing. I guess. And she said she comes when I ate her pussy, but obviously she he doubts that. He said no, there ain't no damn way you cummed. Just because I licked your pussy twice, I'm guessing, right? Um, she wanted to fuck, but because of her bad attitude, I he, he couldn't get hard. Mm. Have you been in situations like that? Yeah, I told you that I think uh, a few weeks ago. There was this girl in TJ, who it was her attitude which was keeping me from getting hard. Yeah, that that would I I could see that 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 could be a problem. 
And I have an embarrassing story. I don't want to be too much sidetracked, but there was one time I got this prostitute, and it was after I did like a 12-hour shift on a hot day. And, uh, you know, I probably should have showered first. And she straight up said, you stink, bro. And like, yeah, I fucked her anyways, but that was on my mind. And then like, yeah, I, I couldn't finish with her. Oh, damn. Yeah, that was terrible. Well, anyway, for me. you know, I guess, you know, this is a very similar situation with them because, you know, he said he just, he, he was not enjoying it. They're back on the bed, right? They're, he's she's, he's getting head. He's not liking it. And I guess, um, that's why, that's why it'd be nice to have a purse, you know, because if you had a purse, you can keep the deodorant in your purse, but it'd be weird. It's weird to keep deodorant in your pocket. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, anyways, you know, he guess, you know, he, he couldn't get hard because of her bad attitude, right? Yeah. So she started she started getting mad, I guess, because she he he wasn't getting hard enough, and he was saying that oh, you men watch too much porn. Uh huh. Man, he said he didn't know what to say. He just laughed. You know, I would laugh too. I'd be like, what? Do you, why do you care what I do on my free time? <laughs> Have, has anybody told you something like that? Did I watch too much porn? Or yeah, for the reason that you that I wasn't getting hard. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, anyways, I guess she she was trying to say that um, he got, he got really annoyed. That's what he said. He said I was fucking annoyed. So that's crazy. And so she decides she she decides to give him a hand job. A hand job? Yeah. I, no. To make it to you know to help him get okay. Harder. But and he said that he actually enjoyed that more. More. He he said to be honest, her hand job was good. <laughs> I told her he was you know he, he was almost done. And uh, I guess, and when he did actually finish, she got mad because she said, you should have told me so we could have fucked. Hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. And so he just put on his clothes and dipped. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm going to head out. Deuces. I paid you. Bye. And I'm guessing you're never going to see her again. And, and um, so, but again, he says he thought the girl was really hot, but just her attitude made it a bad experience. And she sa- he says he actually notices her at the brothel, but mm. by a different name. So mm. that's interesting. If she has to change her name, that tells me she just doesn't, isn't doing a very good job. No, that's not necessarily true. Really? Well, I yeah. would think that. Because I know back in my strip club days, girls would change their name, and just, it's just like changing their outfit. So maybe they attract a new customer. Well, anyways, well, he said that he avoided that place for a few years. It was not good, but he, um, he, I guess he started going back recently, and uh, he said he found a good girl that time, and he with a good attitude, and I'm guessing he had a good time. And he also wants to note, um, make a note of this, us to make a note of this, that he may sound like he all he has nothing but bad experiences, but he just remembers the bad experiences more. Really? Yeah, I guess. Um, but I remember the bad. You One's have, very good. He probably remembers the extremes, you know? Yeah. That's just like me. I, I remember the really good ones. I remember the terrible ones. But there's probably a couple hundred girls in between that I, I don't remember. Yeah. Hey, you know what? And he, 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 you know, M has experience. Like, he was just, he's mentioning here, you know, he, he, he has good experiences. He has bad experiences. But he's been doing this since 2013. And he's been with about 20 different prostitutes. Oh. 
I was just about to and ask what his number is. And he says he remembers most of them, but not exactly what they did. Hey, there's pictures on that email. What are those pictures of? Don't worry about it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, and he said here, oh, damn, so some of these girls have fetishes. It's like one of the first girls I visited commanded me to come on her boobs. Yeah, I've, I've had girls who wanted me to take the condom off right before I came so they can feel the warmness on their, their stomach. That, that's like, that's kind of weird, huh? I've had that multiple occasions. Yeah. I've had girls who wanted a facial. Man, well, I guess having that warm liquid spilt on you is kind of... I guess, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, on but on top of that, he says he he's also uh, he has some good news. I guess he says prostitution is going to be allowed in the Netherlands again in July first. On July, oh, so that's that's I think it, it's already yeah, we're in August. So hopefully everything is going good in Netherlands and everything's up and running. Too bad we can't make our way and over there. He said I can't wait to go to Amsterdam and the Hog again to see all the beautiful girls. But unfortunately, I am going to have surgery in July 2nd, and I will be out of the running for a few weeks. Okay. I don't think he needs, he needs to say all his personal stuff. Well, but he mentioned was, this. But Ed, I, hope, mm-hmm. I hope your surgery was successful. I hope you're doing good. Um, you know, and I hope you're back out there. You, you know, if you had a good time, maybe July 1st, let us know. Or if you had a good time since then, let us know. Yeah. Man, I wish we could find a way to get to Europe. Yeah. Oh, he did send pictures. He sent pictures of his favorite girl. Let me see. Oh. She looks like she's half black. I don't know. Let me see. She said hey, that. You know what she looks Germany. like? She looks like, uh, I mean, there's no way we can show our listeners the photos, but she looks like that uh, that supermodel Naomi Lenoir. Or Lenoir. She's a French uh, half-black, half-white supermodel, Sports Illustrated on her credit. She was in Rush Hour 3. Okay, yeah, Rush I guess you really, you really know about this person, huh? Yeah, man. She was like my high school. Like, I had pictures of, you know how stereotypical, you have pictures of supermodels in your locker? Sure. Yeah, in high school. I didn't have lockers, though. So. Oh, well, we had lockers, and she was like all on the inside of my locker. Picture Wait, of Norman Lenoir. You had lockers when you went to high school? Come on, man. Yeah. No way. This is the United States. You have your own lockers. I didn't have a locker. Well, you probably went to a little piece of shit school. It's Where did you go? Huh? I went to... We don't even... We're not even... We're not supposed to say... I went to a... I did go... I went to a piece of shit high school, too. We were known for violence, and we had, you know, police raids and all that. But, you but know, we had our own lockers. We didn't, we didn't have lockers. We, and I, I, I'll tell you the year I graduated. I graduated in 2010. Well, I graduated in 05. So, oh, really? So you, it was, it's not very distant. So it was cool because <laughs> I don't think I should be explaining lockers. Well, I guess maybe people listening to this podcast at your age and lockers are a thing of the past. But freshman year, you had a locker on the bottom and it was tiny. And then basically it fit like six books in it and that's it. I didn't have anything. And then by, by, your, backpack. by your junior year, your locker was like as tall as you were. Oh, well, you kept cool. you kept getting a bigger locker. Every I always year wanted went. a locker. Yeah, it was cool. Well, anyways, like I decorated it with pictures of supermodels inside, and then well, this uh, this girl that looks like okay, well, you know what? She's very she's very pretty. She's very attractive. She's she looks she's like Naomi nice. Lenoir. Yeah. yeah, and uh, well, I guess this is his favorite girl, and I guess she's working in Germany now, and he's actually hoping to go there, um, but 
you know, he's waiting for him to get better from the surgery. And we're waiting for COVID to go away so we can... Uh, but see, but this, he, this guy says that... Back to Europe. He, this girl makes you feel like a king. She says, if you want a porno fuck, you're going to get yourself a porno fuck. If you want a girlfriend experience, you're going to get a girlfriend experience. She, she treats you how you want to be treated. That's pretty nice. I like girlfriend experience, to be honest with you. It's kind of sappy, but it depends on the girl. If she's really, really hot, I like the girlfriend experience. I'm sure, yeah. That's really interesting. Hey, well, M, thanks again for the, for the email. That was a very interesting story. You know, it I sucks that you, you know, people kind of go through bad experiences, but, you know, you look like you, you know, you get the good things out of stuff, so that's good, but, you know... When you can, find, you know, make way, make yourself, get get to Germany, man, and enjoy yourself with this with this chick that you sent pictures of. Yeah, and uh, hopefully soon we can join uh, join you in Germany and the Netherlands and my personal favorite Belgium. Uh, but for now, this is the end of our show. We're hoping that all of you listeners out there are staying safe. Staying healthy. And uh, you guys have any questions, any stories? Red Light Tonight Podcast at yahoo.com. We are going to work on uh, the phone call thing again because we do plan on having another. We had another couple other people want to do that, but we need to make sure we fix our sound quality on that. Other than that, guys, yeah, hope you guys are good. Uh, You'll heal from us soon. Hopefully it won't take three weeks this time. All right. Have a good night or day or jog or whatever you're doing. Driving back from church or something. All right. Hey, you know, that that is one joke. I hope you guys got to it the last time. Uh, Our guy, Mr. Big, he was like, yeah, I just listen to your podcast when I'm in church. I'm sure that was a joke, but, you know. I. I, uh, <laughs> I I re-listen to our podcast, and uh, I always listen to do it while I'm at work. So, <laughs> headphones in, of course. But all right, you guys have a good night. Alrighty, take care.